It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down, break it all down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome back to the Bottom Line News Radio 610 K1A. It's hour number two on your Wednesday afternoon. Our phone number is 547-1610 if you would like to get involved. You can also reach us via email, 610K1A.com, the bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you would like to say. We are on Twitter as well at Bottom Line 610, Facebook at the Bottom Line 610. You can also touch base with us on the free mobile app through the Google Play and the Apple Stores. I'm Rob Francis. He's Ed Dawson. Ed, um, there are a lot of companies out there that do polling. Yes. Uh, polling is interesting. It's an interesting practice. Yes. Um, I think outside of politics, you could glean things from polls, because we know the polling and politics people are, over the last few years, have tended to be maybe less honest, less forthcoming uh, with pollsters when it comes to their political feelings than maybe necessarily with other things. That's fair. Um this is a fascinating poll from Gallup. Okay. Fascinating poll from Gallup. Who has been doing it a very long time. Yes. This is a poll where they've, they've published three years' worth of results from 2019, 2020, 2021. Okay, they do it every year. They show the last three years of results. Mm-hmm. So 2021, Gallup asked the people that they polled what their confidence is in these particular institutions. Mm, okay. okay. There are 18, roughly, that they ask. For example? Uh, I'm sorry, 16. Two, four, six, eight, yeah, 16 institutions that they ask. For example, they ask... What the people? What people's confidence is in the public school system? Okay. What people's confidence is in Congress? Ah. Okay. What people's confidence is in organized labor? Okay. What's your confidence in the U.S. Supreme Court? Hmm. Okay. That's, that's sixteen categories. Okay. Right? The largest drop from two thousand and twenty to two thousand and twenty-one, which also arguably might be the biggest gain from 2019 to 2020. The same institution that had a 12-point leap from 2019 to 2020 saw a nine-point drop from 2020 to 2021. Wow, very volatile. Very volatile. The public school system. Mm, Yeah, not surprised. Huge drop in public confidence. In fact, of the 16... Only one entity had a plus. One entity went up out of so fifteen had a negative. One was a plus. Would you care to venture a guess into what avenue that one would have been in? Gosh, no, I couldn't even venture a guess. Okay. It was a plus three. It went down five from 2019 to 2020, up three from 2020 to 2021. The only one to make a positive gain, the police. Ah, 
That's interesting. The only entity to make a positive gain, the Hmm. police, out of 16. And we're not talking about the band. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. Sting was not a part of this. He was not a part (laughs) of this. Um, That's that's really interesting because of all, and there were a ton of stories of police misconduct, uh, officer-involved shootings. You know, we had some pretty high-profile ones, uh, you know, even some... You know, well, I mean, the, the whole uh, Black Lives Matter movement Much was, was based on, certainly, for lack of a better term, the confidence or lack thereof in the police department. Much focus in that area, certainly. But, you know, the other thing was there was a lot of focus on, too, was defunding police. Mm, yeah, that's true. And what the repercussions of that were and how certain areas and communities looked after those things happened. Yeah. And so you saw people look and understand, and even those that may be in favor of looking at different elements and avenues still came to an understanding, we have to have some type of public safety and protection, and police are arguably the best option we have for that. Now, the second largest drop, which also... So the first one was education, public public education. Public schools. Yeah. Public schools. Okay. The second largest drop was also one that had a 15-point gain from 2019 to 2020. Another volatile one. Seven-point drop. The medical system. Really? Mm-hmm. The medical system? The medical system. Okay. Does that include health care and I, health it, districts and things it, like it, that? It does not have a separation mm. in that. It's in, okay. It just says the medical system. Here's my guess. I'm looking at things that in 2020 did things. The two at the top of the list were two that were centrally focused with COVID. Yeah, no doubt. And now the 2021 is here, and there is a change in the public dynamic and perception when it comes to COVID. Those have dropped because they have been the two that have been least resistant to coming into line with things yeah you're still hearing things from some medical groups about this 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 and this where people are going yeah but no i'm sorry i'm done i'm sorry yeah uh same thing with public schools oh you kids have to wear a mask in the fall yeah no 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 they're not now one that usually is up pretty high in fact normally it is one of the highest if not the highest took a five-point hit and that's small business Oh, really? Now, small business is the highest rated at 70% uh, of confidence, mm-hmm. uh, but that dropped by five points. Now, I wonder what, uh, you know, I wonder, uh, you know me, I like to dive into the minutiae. I like to ask why. This is confidence level. Now, is yes. it, is it, I, yeah, I, I can see the drop in public education and the medical field uh, post COVID, but small business now is that does that confidence mean that you don't feel confident that they can get out of the covid or? and I'm, I'm wondering that as well if it's just, if it's if part of that is a survival thing yeah um you know i don't i don't know it doesn't break it down in detail because i can't imagine people like 
you know, having animosity. No, 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 like, no, no. It's like just you confidence. Would, well, no, I know, but but you know how these things work. I mean, sure. it, look at look at the two biggest drops. People have negative views of the healthcare system and of public education. Therefore, their confidence is low. I don't know that that necessarily well, is the same okay. dots to connect well, for let, small business. Let me, let me put it in comparison. The percentage of confidence in the public school system is 32%, less than half of that of small business. Yeah. The percentage of confidence in the medical system is 44%. And that could also mean people that want free health care. It's not saying that it's COVID-related. It's just saying the percentage who have a great deal or quite a lot of confidence in these institutions. Mm. Okay. Okay. Another one that took a big hit that had a a bump up in 2020. Again, I think this is another COVID-oriented one. The church or organized religion. Mm. They went up six points from 19 to 20 and down five from 20 to 21. Maybe people were refinding faith in COVID and now they're like, yeah, I don't need it anymore. Well, it's interesting because those those entities that, I mean, look, the, the COVID and the reaction to, i.e. lockdowns and, and all these different rules— affected every facet of our life. Yep. These industries that you've mentioned were some of the battleground areas. You know, the the, the school system, obviously a battleground for COVID, post-COVID. Small business took a major hit trying to get back on the thing. Had to, you know, small businesses closed all over the place, may or may not reopen. You know, all these all these sectors... Uh, were were battlefields during COVID. Police came in the third highest, even yeah. though they had the bump at plus three. They were third highest. The mm-hmm. highest was the mili- was a uh, small business at seventy. The military a close second at sixty nine. Even mm-hmm. though that went down three points. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what the lowest was? Congress. Uh huh. They actually lost a point from twenty twenty. They gained two points from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. They lost a point from 2020 to 2021. Do you know what they lost a point from? <laughs> Zero to negative one. <laughs> 13. Eek. 13. Yeah. Well, I mean, look. They it, are now at a 12. This is this is not new. How, how often you talk about polling? Um, there, there are polling industries that, that always do a favorability, right, of the of the president and Congress. Always they do favorability percentages, and Congress is always like way lagging behind. Certainly. Even when a even during the Trump era, you know, somebody who is extremely polarizing, Congress was even less popular than, than Trump at at, you know, in his time. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll give you the rest of the bottom five on this because it is it is amazing that what Gallup has found in their polls seems to be very similar to some things that we see being echoed. And maybe it's time for certain entities to... Take a look at this and wonder why it is they are in the bottom five of this poll. 
More of the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA after this. Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, 547-1610 is the number if you'd like to get involved. State details, a Buster Brothers solution. If you are looking to sell collections that you've amassed over the years, if you have lost a loved one and you have assets that you need to sell from that estate, if you are downsizing, you're going to move and you don't want to take everything with you, contact the auction professionals. Yes, the auction professionals. They auction your items, you get top dollar for those items. It's not a garage sale. They're not going to sit on tables. They're not going to sit on a warehouse and wait for people to look at them. No, it's actually an auction where people bid on your items. They'll catalog, they'll do the hard work, they'll do the lifting, and then they'll cut you a check. State details, a Muster Brothers solution. Don't do it the old-fashioned way. Do it the auction way. 509auction or estatedetails.com. Rob Francis said Dawson hanging with you. So, the poll yes. that we were discussing, the bottom five. The confidence level. Yes, the percentage of confidence in institutions. 2021, the bottom five. We already gave you the bottom, Congress, at 12% confidence. Number two from the bottom, holding flat from 2019 to 2020 with 18% confidence, but losing 2% to 16%, television news. Ah. They are second from the bottom. Just ahead of Congress. Just ahead of Congress. Wow. And slightly more disliked than big business, who comes in at 18%, who in two years has lost 5% of confidence from the public, 1% from last year to this year. They come in third from the bottom. Fourth from the bottom is the criminal justice system. Mm. They held flat 24%, 19 and 20, down 4 to just 20% confidence in 2021. And there are going to be a million reasons for that one. And number five on the bottom, number five from the bottom, 21% confidence, newspapers. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you got television media near the bottom. I would imagine that, I guess I was thinking of all media. but nope. Okay. Newspapers at... 21% of confidence. That is the bottom five. Wow. From there, the is anybody next... surprised, though? And no. I didn't think so. From there, the next lowest is at 28%. And that is organized labor. Hmm. 29% technology companies. Yeah. So Twitter, Facebook, yeah. Google, not, not, not a lot of people loving. Not, not doing it. Not a lot of people loving there. Then you got a little bit. Thirty three percent is banks. Really, thirty three percent. They lost five percent from twenty twenty really? to twenty twenty one. What did banks do? Well, they're banks. <laughs> okay, God, it's really it's they're banks. All right. At thirty six percent is the Supreme Court. Ah. Okay. Thirty seven percent. We mentioned church and organized religion. Thirty eight percent. The presidency that went down one from twenty twenty. 
it was at thir- is it thirty eight in twenty nineteen, up one in twenty twenty, down to thirty eight in twenty twenty one. And then from there we go to the medical system at forty four percent, and then we make the big jump to uh, the police at fifty one percent, the military at sixty nine percent, and small business at seventy percent. Interesting. Well, it is, because you look at those things that are listed at the bottom, and they're the things we continue to hear people railing about all the time. Yeah. They don't like Congress. They don't like the news, be papers or television. They don't like big business. They don't like corporate America. They don't like the criminal justice system. And they don't like big tech. Yeah. I mean, these are things that you keep getting hearing over and over and over again about getting railed about. And then you go back to the ones you were talking about last segment, the biggest drops, one of which being the education system, the other being the health system. Uh, that is, those are both COVID-related. So the others, you know, people haven't had high confidence in for a while. And now, you know, education and healthcare taken a big hit because of COVID. I mean, that's, you know, but again, that's not surprising. It's indicative. It's been, it's been a heck of a year plus year and a half, two years. It's been a heck of a time. So I'm shocked that the public has confidence in anything, quite honestly, um, given the constant barrage of News and incidences and, and you know, the, the politics, the criminal justice side, the, the COVID, all that stuff. I, I'm, I'm just I'm stunned that there's any level of confidence in, in really anything. You know, 547-1610-509-547-1610. You can email us, too, by going to the website, 610kona.com, the bottom line page, and Send us your question or your comment. So I don't see many of those institutions gaining, uh, getting any large gains in the, in the next year. Uh, but the fact that of the 16, the only one that did jump was the police. Yeah. That is an absolutely 100% fantastic statement. No doubt. And I think that for all those who are in law enforcement, and I understand it's only a Gallup poll, and I understand it's three points, but considering all the garbage that was thrown at the feet of law enforcement in the last year, all of the things law enforcement has had to deal with in the last two months, or two or the last 12 months, people wanting to take money away from them, put them more in harm's way. Look at what the state of Washington is doing. I mean, Washington State alone is making it nearly impossible to be a member of law enforcement with the ridiculous laws that they're passing in this state. At least this says that there are people out there that recognize and look and see the value that is being provided to communities by law enforcement officers. At least I would hope that it would be taken and perceived that way. Because I know in this community, yes, there are those that do not maybe value as highly as they should what law enforcement does for us in this community. But the overwhelming majority of people, I believe, do. And so I think we're very fortunate to live in a community that we do that has good law enforcement departments, and they are here to serve our community. Back with more for this.
Hook up with The Bottom Line on Twitter at BottomLine610. Now, back to the show, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA 5471610. A number of you would like to get involved in the program. Perfection Tire, four locations here in the Tri Cities, waiting to serve you. They keep your vehicle on the road with a number of services that they provide. From the tires all the way up to the top of your car, plenty of services. From tune ups to shocks and struts. Not to mention they've got a huge selection of tires for every make and model of vehicle on the road here in Tri Cities. Visit their website, perfectiontire.com, or stop in one of those four. Locations here in the Tri Cities. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Stan. What's on your mind, Stan? I'm calling from, calling from Richland. How are you guys doing? Okay? Doing well, sir. What's yep. on your mind? Hey, I was listening to your Pew Research poll results. Gallup. With interest. And um, some thoughts rose to mind. Sure. You know, I, don't be- I don't believe that. The civil unrest in the large cities and all those sorts of things, I don't think we're through that all the way yet. Uh, I think we have more left to go, and I have a suggestion for the good citizens out there in the Tri-Cities. If you get a chance, write your local police department a, a nice note telling them how much you appreciate what they do to keep our community safe. And when you get a chance, stop by the police office hand the duty officer at the desk the note and say, I'd like the duty captain and the chief to see that note. And be sure and print and sign your name so they know who you are. And just tell them, hey, listen, uh, we get it. We know we need good policing, and you're it. So let's do a preemptive strike here in the Tri-Cities and keep it that way. Appreciate the call. Thank you very much, Stan. 547 if you want to get involved. There's a lot of things you can do to show your local law enforcement your appreciation. I mean, everything from what Stan suggested to, you know, if there's an officer in line behind you picking up coffee or at a store or grabbing lunch or something like that, pay it forward. Pick up the tab. I've done that before. I know other people that have done that before. Um, It's just one of those things that, you know, is an extra thank you. Uh, there are areas in this country where police officers can't wait to get out. Um, personally, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand the deriding of people that put their life on the line for total strangers, and in many cases, in many areas, for people that hate them. But they do it anyway, and so ab- absolutely. Thanks for the suggestion, Stan. Appreciate it. Five four seven one six ten. If you want to get involved in today's program. So, Ed, as I was gone the last few days, um, I, I noticed a few things. You were things. gone? Uh, I, 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 was, <laughs> I, was, I was sitting here quietly for two days in the chair, just sitting back and, and, and soaking in your awesomeness oh, for the last two days. God, are you kidding me? Um, but I, I, I noticed a few things and, and watched a few things, and... Um, I noticed that there was a, an incredible framing job going on amongst people who may currently be panicking. And, and, and it all came down to one word. Libertad. Excuse me? Libertad came down to one word. that was being shouted in the streets of Cuba. 
Oh, yes. Libertad. Yes. Uh, we were told, we were told by uh, someone in the Biden administration at first that it was because they just didn't have enough COVID vaccines. Well, yeah. yeah because, you know, that's that. that because after all, when you don't have enough COVID vaccines, the first thing you do is drape yourself in the American flag and scream Libertad. Yeah. Um, uh, Bernie Sanders has been remarkably quiet. He did put out a statement um, where he he did uh, he he did ask the Cuban government to not be uh, not be violent, um, but also uh, cautioned the U.S. in getting involved. There are people that that are asking for Bay of Pigs too. Now, if we want to go back and review our history, I know they probably have haven't taught this in years in school, but the first one didn't work out all that great. No. Uh, first one almost led to World War III. So uh, we, we we may not want to go down that road again. I don't know that we want to invade Cuba. Um, I think that we probably have enough negotiators. Now, granted, I'm I, I'm thinking backwards right now. We did have enough negotiators. We may not now. We may not have negotiators of the federal government that are actually looking to bring an end to the incredibly oppressive regime of the Castros and communism in in Cuba. We may not. We may have more people that actually want to help them continue to oppress the Cuban people and make them eat dirt mixed with water occasionally in Cuba. But what we are seeing is we saw days of protest erupt in Florida a place that certainly has been keenly aware of what has gone on in Cuba for decades. Huge Cuban population. Huge Cuban population. But throughout the state, protests happening mm-hmm. for the for the United States to stand in support of the Cuban people. Anybody want to tell me again how great socialism works? Uh, let me let me throw this onto the fire too to get the big roaring flame going. The U.S. Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas, he recently came out saying that people fleeing both Cuba and Haiti by boat would not be given refuge in the U.S. Why? Because they're not coming through the southern border. Well, you begin to wonder, don't you? If you are if you are fleeing communism, they're not coming from Nicaragua or, or if Honduras you're, if you're, or if, Venezuela. If you're fleeing communism, hmm. you are not welcome here oh. because you may start spreading false accusations about how wonderful you know communism and socialism is. However, if you're coming from uh, not great regimes in Central America, you know, Mexico and and others. Where we actually got involved. Right. Okay. Then you're welcome. Uh, You know, and if you just happen to be, uh, you know, an MS-13 gang member or human trafficker, that's that's all the better, apparently. But but in all seriousness, I found found what Secretary Mayorkas said um, very enlightening uh, and not in a good way. Why would you... Open your southern border to people fleeing Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, you know, all the the, the Central American countries. 
But if you are a legitimate political um, person fleeing a political angst in your own country, you are not welcome if you're coming from a socialist country like Cuba. You're not welcome here if you are doing that. Got to ask the question, don't you? Why? Why is there, you know, where are all these Democrats who were so incensed when President Trump wouldn't let those cross into the southern border, but are nowhere to be found when Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas is picking and choosing who gets to come into this country. You want to hear the next bit of laughter? They're raising concerns that the protests in Cuba could exacerbate a spike in COVID-19. Ah, yes, the virus. But, but, but But the... BLM protests. Now, there's nope. no chance of getting COVID at all, pack-to-pack, arm-in-arm, walking down the street. Well, they were because, all in black. So. Well, because they, they were woke. But mm-hmm. now this is against communism, so you can't go out and protest because you'll get COVID. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610K. What, hey, what's your name? Where are you calling from? This is James Genoic. What's up? It's a simple uh, answer to his question. Look at generally Cubans vote one way. There's your answer why that he doesn't want them. Appreciate the call. Thank you very much. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is uh, Wes. I wanted to say, oh, 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 can I answer that question about the Cubans? Um, did they vote Republican by chance? Well, I don't know if they've, you know, here's the Wes, appreciate the call. I don't know if they vote. I don't think it's that simple. But there are, there is a large percentage of the Cuban population that does tend to lean right of center. They, those people that are fleeing communism and socialism want to come here because of our freedoms. If we have an administration that leans towards implementing some of the same things that those socialist countries are currently doing and, you know, affecting their people, what do you suppose the impact would be if a flood of Cubans and maybe even Haitians come into this country and start, I don't know, spreading what it's really like in their country they just fled. What do you suppose that would do to the narrative? I think it's not so much voting Republican or Democrat. It's about ideology and the narrative of that ideology. Appreciate the calls. 547-1610-509-547-1610. You can email us, too, by going to the website, 610kona.com. Bottom line page, send us your question or your comment. You can even reach us through the free mobile app. You can do that, and we'll get to some of those on the other side of this. Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Final few minutes on this Wednesday afternoon. Robin Ed hanging with you. Got a few messages from the free mobile app available through the Google Play and the Apple stores to share with you. 
Feel like we've been bought and sold. More than ever, the phrase, stay strapped or get clapped, seems eerily poignant. So next one, if Cubans come here, will it lead to more climate change? (laughs) (laughs) And finally, concerning the Biden administration and their proposed actions, not immigrants, and that was in reference to the the, uh, first message that we shared with you, 547-160, if you want to get involved, or you can email us as well. Um, I, I find it fascinating that those, uh, and by the way, there are four elected members of Congress that are affiliated with the Democrat Social, Democratic Socialists of America. That organization recently visited Cuba. Oh, yeah? Yes, they did. Um, so why is AOC quiet? Because she's affiliated with the Democratic Socialists of America. Hmm. So uh, we we are seeing yet another country who has been in the thralls of communism for multiple decades. And what is happening? They are now done. They've had enough. They've reached their peak of poverty. Uh, they have reached their peak on eating dirt. They have reached their peak on lack of freedom, which, by the way, uh, the Cuban government blames social media. And so what did they do? They shut down Internet in the entire country for every single individual because freedom. Um, Because, yes, we're not an oppressive regime at all. We're just going to shut the Internet off completely and totally so you have no access to it because it's social media's fault that you want freedom. In this country, it's social media's fault you want socialism, not that you want freedom. Well, you think about what happened in this country and is still going on today. All these different um, accounts that are being purged, Facebook, Twitter, that uh, are going against the the narrative that's being pushed. They they just get their accounts, you know, killed. It's it's not quite as drastic as just shutting down the internet completely. But in Cuba, I mean, it's an island nation. You can do that pretty easily. Here in the United States, where it's far more reaching, um, they just simply, you know, censor you. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Hey guys, this is Corey from Kennewick. Hi, What's up, Corey. Corey? Hey, how's it going? Hey, did you guys happen to see the uh, Republican-led Senate Oversight Committee out of Michigan and their report regarding the election? Out of Michigan? Yes. So you saw where... Have you guys talked about it on the show? I don't think I've heard... Uh, Not Michigan. I mean, not today. I mean, we've talked about Michigan and Georgia and Arizona and Pennsylvania over the last few days. Oh, okay. Well, I just want to reiterate what the Michigan... Um, Senate said, and this is again the Republican-led Senate Oversight Committee. The committee found no evidence of widespread or systemic fraud in Michigan's prosecution of the 2020 election. Citizens should be confident the results represent the true results of the ballots cast by the people of Michigan. The committee strongly recommends citizens use a critical eye and ear toward those who have pushed demonstrably false theories for their own personal gain. I think Michigan's doing a great job. Thanks. You bet. appreciate the call, Corey. Five four seven one six ten. If you would like to get involved in the program, look the, the the truth, whatever that truth is, I firmly believe will come out, and it'll either refute what's been said or back it up. Look, 
but whatever, it's going to come out. Whatever anybody's doing, whatever anybody wants to do, if they have the ability to do it under the law, then do it under the law. If they don't have the ability to do it under the law, then it will be found. If it is a frivolous wild goose chase, it will be exposed to such. If it yep. is not, it will be exposed to such. Either way, it's, it's, so. it's, it's, either yeah. way it's going to be a big deal. Either way, you're going to have people that are going to feel vindicated or people that are going to be uh, and people that are going to be upset. Who that's going to be is yeah. what will be determined by the outcomes of whatever is happening. Yep. So, and again, Maricopa County further along than than other places and mm-hmm. um you know, looks like things might be moving towards ramping up in in Pennsylvania and Georgia. Um, Who knows? Michigan. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see. I, I haven't yeah, seen I haven't, as, as I haven't much seen or heard anything push moving. There. Yeah, as far as that goes. Um, but again, we'll see. Look, whatever happens, happens. But it did, but the other thing too is the longer it goes, and the farther out it goes. And really, I think the question that comes that, that comes down to it is, I don't, I don't know if you're going into this looking to overturn the results of the election. That's probably not going to happen. If you're going into this looking to find out if there was a wide scale problem, you may either find it or you may not find it. But if you're going in looking to now closing in on a year since the election if you're looking to change or overturn the result probably not going to happen at this point in time again if that's your motivation then that's purely political and and you are hearing you know again yesterday we had representative robert sutherland on yes he's a democrat or i'm sorry he's a republican and uh, yes he did go down to maricopa county but throughout the whole thing, he kept saying he does not want this to be political. He wants it to be about securing the election. And if there's if there are enough complaints out there from people to address this issue, it would be in everyone's best interest to at least look at it. So if the motivation is to find out if there are any anomalies whether they were mistakes or something nefarious, get it fixed and get things corrected, that's that's fine. That's fine. If it leads to anything beyond that, so be it. It's very obvious right now there are ways that you can make a, make voting more secure. Now, some people cho- just don't want to do it. Exactly. The choice is made not to do it. You could make it a system so secure that it could be very well beyond reproach. It is not in this state and time. In most places, there are enough of variables that exist that you could very easily mess around with election results. People choose not to make it stronger because, well, maybe people know more than we do about the subject. It is just like everything else in this country right now. It's not an one thing or another. It's not a secure election or no. you are suppressing votes. It is to have everybody who can legally vote, vote. Afternoon Report's next.